You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. You know that animals use tools. Some people, I think, get a little bit too enamored with that. They're actually using tools. Look at this. It's like, you know, I said, well, they're not planning any trips to the moon. You know what I'm saying? They're basically using sticks to scratch their back like the puffin does or rocks to break open their mussels and their crabs that they catch. Sea otters do that. But the one that really amazes me, and I've seen some stories about this, is a particular Japanese carrion crow. They've got videos of this. You won't believe it. Well, of course, they eat these nuts that they drop onto the road so the cars run over them and crack open the nuts, and then they go down and eat the meat inside the nut, right? But you're thin, you're thinking, well, wait a minute. That's going to be dangerous. They'll be on the road. Well, they have been observed dropping what they're going to eat on the crosswalk. And they sit and wait for the light to change so pedestrians can cross. Now, the the nuts have been crushed, but they go down while people are crossing the walk and have a meal. And that, I mean... Crows are just amazing. They are. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He's really quite a chatterbox. The sound of life. I I hope everything's okay with you. I didn't get an update on like how many people lost power, but I thought it was going to be one of those at one time last night. It's uh, kind of interesting. And, And we had candles out. We got emergency candles and we got those battery powered lanterns and stuff. You know, everything comes out of the cabinet and start getting ready. And usually that's a good idea to be ready because <laughs> then it doesn't right. It's like parking your snowblower out the end of the driveway. Come on, bring it on. Something like that. What is he talking about? <laughs> well, I was talking about percentages and stuff. And for some reason, you know how things kind of come in, in groups. Well, back in 2012, Noah Wall is his name. Noah Wall. He was born with just 2% of his brain. 2%. Spina bifida and hydrocephalus. No, hydrocephalus, I think it's how you pronounce it. It's a condition that causes a buildup of fluid on the brain. The experts, again, said he wasn't even expected to be born alive. His mother, Shelly, was urged five times to terminate her pregnancy. Miraculously, though, Noah was born. And he went on to completely defy the doctor's expectations. His parents were told that he would never walk, talk, or even eat unaided. But by the age of three, Noah had regained 80% of his brain. He can talk, read. He has a keen interest in science and the solar system. In 2021, he underwent a five-hour operation in an attempt to straighten his legs so that he can walk one day. That is the hope. And I have feeling with the miraculous around this guy that he's going to be walking. Uh, And he needs to because he hopes his dreams of being able to score a goal on a football field will happen. Man like that with dreams, he's overcome more than most of us in a lifetime. Incredible. Your morning dose of encouragement. The Cup of Joe Morning Show on the Sound of Life. I was thinking about 
just looking at different things, and there's a lot of um, self-examination going on. Not that I mean, you look in the mirror, obviously, and you you know you're like, "Woo, <laughs> should turn that light off," right? It is an interesting, isn't it, when you're facing outward and you're looking at other people and others' needs and what's around you, and you're looking out. You're not thinking about yourself because you don't really see yourself, right? I mean, you might see a paper cut on your finger or something, but the, you know, look it out. But then there's a lot of. I, I just want you to know that Jesus. Well, loves you enough, yes, to die on the cross for you, but he also came as you, right? He, he, he left his home, which you, it's unimaginable. We can't even wrap our minds around this and putting himself into a human body, uh, which is really pretty cool thing to do. Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He'll put a smile on your face no matter what side of the bed you got up on. So when you were in college, you probably bought furniture that you saw, like uh, somewhere, I don't know, sometimes it's on the side of the road or whatever. But these two college students uh, a few years ago decided to do that. They bought it off of eBay, which is, <laughs> that's, that's, that's making the right step. But uh, it was pretty good. It was in pretty good condition, and they thought, you know, we'll clean it up. And put a cover on it, and, and it'll be worth 20 bucks. Okay, that's what we need. But they were sitting on it watching a movie one night, and they were like, something doesn't feel right. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's like, burn the house down, leave, move back home with mom and dad. That's what you, but they didn't do that. They started removing the cushion covers, and they discovered several envelopes in the couch. Mm. And inside there was cash money jaw-dropping cash money, especially for college students. $40,000 sat down. That was more interesting than the movie. And now they're faced with a moral dilemma, right? You see that as, thank you, Lord, this is it. This is what we need. Well, there was a phone number written on one of those, and they were smart. They were smart college students, women. And they realized that somebody sold this couch for 20 bucks. You know, something's going on. They probably need that. They don't know about it, obviously. They don't know that we have it, probably. So they called the number, and the woman who received the call, needless to say, was profoundly grateful. Uh, What had happened was her husband uh, passed away. Lifelong savings were in that couch. She got sick, and the kids sold the furniture. And she had no idea where it was. So... You know, and she she didn't even know they sold the couch. And then she came back and there was, how'd you, how'd you like to have that feeling? You know, that takes a lot, right? To, to, to reconcile with your emotions and your feelings and stuff. And, and I'm, just, I'm just thinking, that woman was trusting God. Okay, I know you're going to take care of me. And one day they get a phone call. We got some money here for you. Oh, isn't that something? And I mean, just to be a part of that was really cool. Now, not everybody would say that, probably. But these two students did. They not only transformed their dorm room, because they still had the couch, but they made a significant impact on the life of a grieving widow, offering, yes, a big old ray of hope and goodness in the world. Totally. Yeah. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He is that morning person. I'm sure you know by now that University of Michigan national champions. Pretty amazing that they have had a string 
uh, at least back in the day, you know, like UCLA and basketball, I have a string of national championships because Michigan is football. You know, like Ohio State, Michigan, those are the football schools. You're like, what's this? That's a round ball. What do you play, volleyball? That's basketball. Oh, okay. But <laughs> Michigan, quite a convincing win, an undefeated season. And I wanted to give kudos to their running back. They didn't invent the running game, but they sure brought it wide acclaim. Very smart. Boy, they just, <sighs> they look good. Anyway, so did Blake Corum. He looked really good. In fact, he's the uh, MVP, and he's a running back. You know what he said? (laughs) He said, and I quote, I believe God put me on this earth for something way bigger than football. I'm a firm believer in Christ. That's why I'm here. Starting your day with a smile. It's the Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Probably ought to follow uh, an outfit called We Are Teachers. I follow them on Instagram. I imagine they're all over social media. We Are Teachers. Because Brittany uh, posted today, she said, I had an 11th grader pull out a panini press, plug it in, and start making a sandwich right in the middle of class. At least he offered to make me one, too. Don't panic. So don't panic. Okay, here we go. But the important issue, and not funny at all, is those smartphones we got that came out back in 2007. All righty. Um, and uh, the most common question probably that people are asked, when do you give your children? Now, we're talking about the computer in a phone, the smartphone, right? Well, thankfully, um, we McGee is his name. Um, forgot his first name. It went plugged in. Uh, has uh, an answer for you, right? I'm Jonathan McKee, and you're listening to Plugged In on the Sound of Life Radio Network. What is the right age to give my kids their own phone? It's probably the most common question I'm asked at my parent workshops, and I'm not alone when I say high school. Listener supported, the sound of life. I got something good for you. This is really good. It's good for me, too. If it's good for me, I figured you could probably, probably handle it, right? May the Lord provide strength in moments of stress. Calm the anxious heart, guide you to find peace within, and help you to face challenges with resilience and perspective. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.